Exciting news, family. Exciting news, Dan. Even though you know what it is, because you were there. What What was the news? What are we talking about? <laughs> you sound so excited to hear my <laughs> exciting news. Uh, over the weekend, we got to go to the Sydney premiere of Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, so, obviously, this is our version of a review of it, I suppose. I guess. It will be, hopefully, spoiler-free. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty cool. All right, so, it was it was at Fox Studios. To, to go there and see a movie is always fun, because it's... I think when Fox Studios first opened, I was like... Fox Studios must be something special because it says the word Fox in it. And yep. Fox is attached to lots of movies and stuff. Yep. Um, and so it's always a really cool experience to go to these premieres because a lot of the time they do this extra little stuff yeah. to try to make it feel like it's a special event. Yes. Um, and so for Spider-Man, what was some of the things that they had set up? There was uh, a DJ. I love that. Yeah, there was a DJ standing like, as you, as you walk into the foyer of, um, of the cinema, they've actually got a DJ playing heaps of like old school music, I think. When we walked in, they were playing Blitzkrieg Bop, yep. and that was sick, and totally enjoyed that. But to kind of get you into the mood to go see the movie, they like to have the whole place decked out. And for Spider-Man Homecoming, they had some sweet hot dog vending areas going on where you could, like, you get a hot dog, and then you get to go make it delicious with all the relishes and stuff on it. And they also had, like, little burgers going around, because yeah. it's New York, right? Yeah, 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 And when you're in New York, obviously- You eat shitloads. <laughs> of like hot dogs and yeah. just general crap. Yeah. Yeah. So they had those kinds of things going around and they had like, you know, big carpet with Spider-Man Homecoming written on it. And that doesn't sound impressive, but if you've ever like seen the the size of carpet at a premiere, it's huge. Yeah. And it was impressive. So. I believe I believe we captured a photo of me flipping the bird out of excitement. You were being really polite. Standing on the homecoming. When I was trying to take a photo. Well, I mean, I was, I was kind of in the way, so I had to become part of the atmosphere. So you flipped me off, yeah. you know? That just absolutely makes <laughs> sense. Uh, as for the, the movie itself, Dan, I know for a fact you're a bit of a Spider-Man buff. Yeah, you're a bit yeah, of a yeah. fan. Um, and really, what I kind of did the whole movie was look for your reaction. I would lean over, like, two seats over and look at you and see how you would react to something. Yeah. Um, so, did you like the movie? Okay, so to start with, it's an awesome movie. Woohoo! Um, it's Spider-Man, and it's a Spider-Man movie that's been well done. Um, we get given a storyline. The stuff that is supposed to happen in the movie happens, and the story is kind of summed up so that we're getting a whole bunch of Spider-Man but you're not really being given too much continuation to other stories outside of the Spider-Man universe. Okay, yep, I understand. That gives me a lot of hope because we're looking at Spider-Man now as a character who can be in multiple movies Mm -hmm. with multiple bad guys experiencing all the stuff Peter Parker is supposed to experience and have it not necessarily require you to see anything attached to it beforehand, which is really good. Um, How did you feel about Tom Holland portraying Spider-Man? He was excellent. Yeah. Um, I... I really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. The voice is is perfect. Mm. Um, he's got the quirkiness of Spider-Man. One little thing that I, I kind of was annoyed about was that when you look at... And I, I'm going to go back and relate uh, what I'm talking about to the first Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Okay. Because Spider-Man in those movies was good, but he was a little bit stiff in regards to the way Spider-Man is supposed to move and react. And, you know, Spider-Man's supposed to be super acrobatic. Yeah. One okay. thing that they absolutely nailed, though, particularly in the second movie, even the first one to some extent, was Peter Parker. Okay. Because y- Peter Parker is Yeah, yeah. Just because Peter Parker is supposed to be that guy that so many people can relate to, but he's not like the cool guy at school or he's not the ladies man or anything. And in this movie... Tom Holland as Peter Parker was not the cool kid in school and he wasn't the ladies man, but he found it way too easy 
yeah. to connect with his other co-stars or other, you know, students at the school. I think I know what you mean. Like it was, it was almost effortless in the way that he just kind of was around people. Whereas like Toby Maguire's Peter Parker was still, he still had that air of awkwardness around him, yeah. which I really liked. But yep. at the same time, I did like the fact that Tom Holland wasn't an awkward Dude. Yeah. Like, I could watch it and not cringe. I just, I know when I've read Spider-Man comics and I've watched the animated series as a kid and, and seeing the Peter Parker character, he is almost an isolated person from the world that surrounds him. Is in, like, the comic and the yeah. animated series? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so seeing that kind of isolation happening with Tobey Maguire's version of Peter Parker, he was so isolated in those movies where mm. you looked at it and went, this kid just literally doesn't exist to anyone. In, in his students, in his peers' eyes. Yeah. He's just the dude who they see uh, turn up at school yeah. and leave school. And occasionally they'll sit there and, and look at him and go, oh, Peter's answering another question. Mm. You know, and he's getting it right. Oh, wow, Peter's so smart. But he's a nerd and no one gives a shit about him. Like, yeah, you know, pretty much. It's like, exist. not on my radio. Yeah. Ra- um, radio. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way it was written could have been a tiny little bit better. But honestly, I feel like this is the best Spider-Man movie we've had. How did you feel about Spider-Man? I feel like I've had it in my head for the longest time. Um, I don't read many of the comics, Mm -hmm. much at all, in any case. Um, And I think Peter Parker and Spider-Man exist solely to me through, you know, um, the animated series and the movies that kind of, you know, came before this one. Um, And so I kind of, I like the goofy Peter Parker that we we kind of got this time around where I didn't have to like cringe every time he tried to tried to interact with people. Yep. Um I think Tom Holland nails Peter Parker. I think he's an even better Spider-Man. Yep. The fact that he's a ballet dancer. Um I actually saw an Instagram video of him teaching his his um uh you know the co-workers how to ba- do ballet yeah. and they just can't hack it and I'm just like you know what? <laughs> That's something Spider-Man would do. Um and so I just I love the way that he is Peter Parker in this for me? Like that's that's always what I imagine Peter Parker to be. Um, as for the villain, um, the Vulture, yeah. So many people said he was an underwhelming villain. Mm. I kind of I kind of agree to an extent, but it it was his suit and you know his presence is really cool and it's 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 fun to watch as a as a cosplayer as well sitting there thinking man i've never made anything quite like those wings but damn how do i do it because i want to be this guy yeah looks sick um the vulture character i I would have to say is probably one of my favorite villains out of all the movies that they've had and it was literally because i sat there while i was watching this movie going this scene is scary Mm. not just because he's in the vulture suit or whatever else it was even the way that he the character was played yeah. Just Michael Keaton nailed the scary bad guy from things he said to the way that he, he sort of like pushed himself onto overpowering or, or towering over Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He's unsettling. Yeah. He's really quite, you know, I, I watched and I felt a little bit uncomfortable at times yeah. because, you know, his face contradicts everything. And I'm just like, oh, that's really creepy. Yeah. But there are some things that we kind of got from the movie that, you know, hinted at things like easter eggs and other characters that are involved if this is the point that you've listened up to and you're maybe a bit concerned about spoilers is probably where you should maybe just you know put it down for five minutes and then come back because we might mention something that you know you don't want to hear just yet yeah but we experienced some characters some new characters but you made mention of the sinister six yes tell us what that is i feel like (laughs) the sinister six who is made up of characters like scorpion uh, Vulture, yep. Mysterio, yep. Shocker, 
and Rhino. Rhino. And that's five. And Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus. Yeah. I keep forgetting about Dr. Octopus. And the thing is, I think in the in the animated series as well, they switched out Shocker, and Shocker wasn't part of them, and it was Electro. So I know both of them have been in the Sinister Six yeah. at different points. Um, I believe Electro is a more mainstay for the Sinister Six. Okay. Yeah. Um, and again, we've seen these characters pop up in past movies. Mm-hmm. They've never been... That sinister a bad guy. Yeah. Rhino Rhino was ridiculous just because Paul Giamatti, I think that's his name. Yeah. He, he what do I in, know? He was in some giant mechanical rhino suit. And oh, yeah, I remember that. He had this terrible accent. He wasn't all that threatening to Peter. He wasn't the character. No. Like, he wasn't the rhino. No. Like, he um, should have been. We had Jamie Foxx play Electro. That was a bit strange. He was a bumbling idiot <laughs> who was given this power. We've had Dr. Octopus, who he was probably... He was Ace. Yeah. I think I really liked... Um, I can't remember what his name I is. Don't, I don't know his name either. Tell me, internet. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he was amazing as Dr. Octopus. Yeah, yeah. And I think he, he just, smashed he it. He nails Otto Octavius's yes. demeanor. Because yeah. Because he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, Green Goblin, we've had in the past too many times, as well as the new Goblin, as, many as, as well as whatever version of the Goblin they want to put on a friggin' snowboard and make it fly. He's my favorite. Green Goblin's always been my favorite. If he's done right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like the character, but, you know, it's never been nailed, and I'm just holding out. I yeah. want it to be a thing. Vulture this time around was really, really cool. And so to see that future plans will potentially have the Sinister Six involved, mm. um, especially with the way that they built this movie. Like I said, it didn't need you to see other movies to, to learn anything about Peter Parker. Yeah, you can see this standalone movie yeah, pretty much. I feel like the upcoming movies will actually sort of feel the same way, mm. which would be great. Yeah. Um, one thing that really got me excited, though, was seeing Donald Glover in the movie. That's right. I think for the longest time, I always thought that he was meant to be Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he, thought that's what the rumours were, well, like, he, months he, ago. Uh, he voices... I can't remember which animated series it is, but he voices Spider-Man or Miles Morales in one of the animated Spider-Man. Okay, all right. So he's involved in some way. He's involved. Okay. And the really cool thing about this, and I'm, I'm not going to say much more along the lines of this, but mm. he his name is Aaron Davis mm-hmm. in this film, and he makes note that his little nephew who lives in the neighborhood... Yeah, is a thing. ...is a thing, and that Spider-Man should start to really work out how to be the right kind of superhero. Yeah. That was kind of it. Mm. Which made me all, all kinds of excited. And I'm not going to tell people why, because that's way too much of a, yeah. an insight into what the future might hold. But if you, you kind of can connect with the names that I've dropped and, and put two and two together, you'll understand why that could be pretty exciting for someone who loves following the Spider-Man stories. I think what I really liked about this film as well, like just on a final note, is that it's not a destroy-the-world disaster movie. Mm-hmm. It's not huge, like, Batman v Superman and stuff like that. Nobody's plotting to destroy the world. It's not that kind of movie. Yeah. It's, it, it is, it's so much, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He is literally just, he's looking out for the little guy, you know. He's saving New York. Yeah. And that's it. Like, it, it's never played up to be Peter Parker's trying to save the world. Yeah. And he's not. And it's super cool. And I love that. And that's, I think that's why this movie was, like... It just kept it to its own little bubble. And it, you know, it never went out and was just like, I'm trying to be something bigger than I am. It's like, nothing that big really happens. Yeah. So, it's really good, though. It's really good. I believe that Spider-Man is released in general public cinemas on... July 6th. Thursday. Go and see this movie. If you're a, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a DC fan, if you're a superhero fan, if you've heard of who Spider-Man is, go and see a Spider-Man movie done right. 
Mm-hmm. Go enjoy it. Don't They've expect, got good cameos yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean, don't expect way too much. Mm. But at the same time, go in there and, and just look forward to having a good time with a, a familiar superhero. Clean slate, lots of cameos, lots of fun. Easter eggs galore. Guys, go see Spider-Man Homecoming. Comes out cinemas on July 6th in Australia.